bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn All the right. lights down. I'm in my zone. Let's get this episode done. All right. Y'all ready? Turn the lights down. Get, get me in my zone. Yeah. All right, let's do this. All right. <laughs> Yo, what is going on? This is the Highly Advised Podcast. We are back after our long hiatus. We feel good, well-rested, and ready to bring recent events and other news that is important to us, to you, the viewers. Happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. All of those holidays that just passed. Um, Do us a favor and follow us on YouTube at the Highly Advised Podcast. Advise Highly on Twitter and Highly Advised Podcast on Instagram. How are you guys doing this week? Whoa, 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 whoa. You forgot to say something, brother. What did I forget? You know what today is, right? <laughs> What's that? Today's Thursday. You know what Thursday is? What's that? Episode 100 of the Highly Advised Podcast. Oh, this okay. is a milestone. Anybody that's been here from episode one to 100, like... <laughs> If you've been here from one to 100, zero, if you heard before when we put stuff out, this is episode 100, guys. We finally crossed the threshold. Yep. That's all I got to say to my listeners, to my people. Yep. You already know who I am. And if you don't, you're a dumbass. You're a loser. You're a sack of shit. All right, guys, what we talk about today? Episode 100. Let's go. <laughs> this is episode 100. Um, wow. How, how do you want to start the uh, story? Like when, when we started the podcast, we were we were recording. I remember the first episode was about the whole Kendrick Lamar Lil Wayne thing. But like how, how did the podcast come about exactly? All right. All right. It's story time with a living embodiment of knowledge. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm bringing that name back for episode 100. You hear me? So I'm going to rewind time back. What? A couple years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I don't know. It could be even longer. Who fucking knows? But what I'm going to say, though, to the listeners and to the viewers and to the fans and the supporters is way back then, I kid you not, I had an idea. It sparked in my head. And I was like, damn, maybe we could do a podcast because we always talk about shit. We always get into deep conversations about shit. And I felt like some of the conversations we have that we did have were entertaining. Some of it were funny. Sometimes there were debates, but I just felt like why waste all this breath and good air that we're producing and let's put it on fucking, let's put it on something. Let's get it documented. Let's get it recorded. Let's put it in the archives. The archaeologists, you know, will discover this about a hundred years later. And it'd be like, wow, three young brothers that spoke the enlightenment, the knowledge. Wow. No wonder why our world is so great today because these three changed it. That's right. Listeners, we changed the game. So basically on a more serious note, for real, I, I always listen to podcasts. I always listen to different topics and shit. And like I said, we always have a conversations, no matter it's music, sports, even, even shit like political shit amongst the three of us. And I just felt like, yo, why don't we just do a fucking podcast? Why don't we talk about this shit? And let's just see where this go. If it takes us to the moon where we're making multi-millions and billions and trillions, that's awesome. But if we're not, let's just do it anyway because you never know because it only takes that one thing for us to blow up or catch 
like wildfire, whatever the fuck. Um, I, that's my interpretation and my vision on why we started doing the podcast. Um, you guys might have a different outlook, but I just, I looked at it as a why not type of thing. It was definitely like, Hey, let's just actually, let's just, excuse me, actually do this. And then let's see where it fucking goes. And then here we are, you know? And, uh, I think we're a lot better way back from episode one, way back from the test runs. We're a lot better now. Um, I think we'll be a lot better in the next hundred episodes and the next hundred after that. And, uh, listeners, by the time we get to episode 200, you know, we'll probably be so fucking rich that you guys won't even need to beg for your support. You guys are, I'm just joking. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> well, how do you see it, Spence? Um, nah, I mean, for the most part, a lot of what Lau said, I, I agree with, or just in the sense of like, yo, more often than not, a lot of the conversations we had about music, politics, whatever was going on, we had just catching up with each other. So only thing, like, like I tell people, only thing that changed for the most part was that the conversations we would typically have, maybe we talk about some things we typically may have never crossed our path sometimes now, but it's rare, I would say. Um, but for the most part, it's conversations we would have on the phone, <clears> hanging <throat> out, whatever the case may be. So to me, that that's the main thing. And then like, even like Lau said, bro, like a hundred years from now, this will probably exist. Or heck, when we're 90 years old, 80, 90 years old, 100 years old, like, I mean, heck, they even say we're supposed to live to be 110. So when we like 105, imagine you just saying, yo, let me go pull out this thing from like 60, 70 years ago. <laughs> yeah, tell you. It's, yeah. I, it's, yo, man, history in a sense, because we put it out publicly. So that now we're a part of history, some shape or form. It might be obscured in X amount of years or might not be, but regardless we are a part of human history now we put our footprint uh we mean a lot more than the listeners and viewers definitely definitely man. <laughs> look bro like i gotta tell you i don't know about y'all bro. i'm like, just joking listeners <laughs> i don't know about y'all but like i've definitely had those moments when i had like downtime oh i'm gonna just surf the internet of things maybe from high school whatever and you'll find yourself looking at videos that came out when you're in high school that you never knew of. And then you're like, oh, let me track to see what this person does now. And they're still doing something. So it's like, you kind of get a way of like, you. the thing I've realized is a lot of times it's stuff that we put out today, people are going to discover 10 years, 20 years from now that we don't know. We've never seen them before. They'll probably never know us. We might not. We might not meet them until we're at like a conference or we're giving like a live podcast one day. It's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like you just never know what 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 we offer can do to somebody else, especially with the power of the internet. Nothing dies on the internet. I would hope that uh, one day our words help people more than you know they can have the ability to hurt people. I guess. So yeah, you know, uh, definitely. Not, I, I hope. hope I hope that I hope that it influences them. And exactly. teaches them how to get some money. You know, be smart. You know what I mean? Get off off your ass. Wash your ass. I knew you was gonna say something. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Nah, you know it's funny because uh, me and Lyle, or at least I should say, 
me and Lyle tried to start a podcast way back in the day about video oh, games. Shit, really? Yeah, 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 way, way, way back in the day. That was oh, one. Shit. And, and I know you were. We uh, tried to start a podcast. I don't know. It's if if you weren't cool with us, it, this is probably like right before we started being cool with you. Yeah. But mm. it, that's how early this was. Jeez. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's early. That's early. Cause I, yeah, we were ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Listen, man. I think the closest thing I have to a podcast is like a, a couple hip hop conversations with me and a couple friends, like me, Keith, and Gerard. Like, shouts out, shouts out to them homeboys. Yeah, like. Oh, and even then it's like, yo, we should do a podcast. And you have like a couple of clips that you can listen back to today. So like, it's crazy to see how like in different paths, we all kind of are like in different paths prior to meeting each other or whatever, or hanging out at certain moments. Yeah. We all kind of were in the same jail shit, jail and stuff. So, yeah, uh, we got a lot better in the span of like um, these hundred episodes, you know, yeah. definitely. Listen met some to people. episode one lately. I can't remember the last time I listened to episode one, but it's not our best effort to say the least. I, I'm gonna go back and listen to it <laughs> before listen to uh before whenever this uh like releases on the motherfucking platforms and shit, I'm gonna go back and listen to episode one just to see like damn, we was really shitty back then. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Horrible, hor terrible and terabella. Like I think um I think that's when we had you know, actually, a fun fact. Right? Okay. You realize we only did three episodes together, like four episodes together out of a hundred episodes, like in person. Because we did it like right before the coronavirus hit. I think. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because I think we did. We started working on it like in January or February. Yeah. Like, okay, we picked the date. It was like it was like a wrestling event, all types of stuff. <laughs> then we went to see UFC and everything like that that year. But um. Yeah, and then next thing you know, boom, like, it's kind of crazy we've been doing this for so long. Like, to do this for so long, especially, like, the circumstances with uh, the pandemic, so. You should actually listen to our takes, because this, our first episode comes out, I think, the first week of quarantine. Yeah, and we all, I remember I was like, yeah, it won't last past May. I mean, I think everybody was kind of like that now. Look at us now. We're like, we got through, it felt like we got through two pandemics. Pandemic and pandemic. Yeah. yeah Definitely the pandemic. Yeah. Can't forget about the pandemic, man. Well, yeah, speaking man. of that, what's been going on with y'all recently? I know y'all seen gas prices. You know, everything's through the <laughs> roof. Food's expensive. Places to live are expensive. Movies are expensive. Everything is expensive. <clears throat> hey, man. It's just, it's just nothing but a uh, a hustler's paradise, man. That means you just got to hustle harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you got to hustle harder. Hard. Fortunately for me, I don't got to fucking hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I am blessed. Thank God I am blessed. God is the greatest. But on a serious note, though, for real, man, everything skyrocketing prices wise gas food is really crazy out there because there's really people out there in the community that are fucking decided like damn if i spend this money put the gas of the car to go to work i might have to short myself when it comes to groceries yep and yeah. you know motherfuckers might be used to eating steak lobster salmon you know what i mean or taking a taking their shorty out to the brazilian steakhouse 
know what I mean? But now they gotta cut that, that shit all down. <laughs> they gotta cut that shit down. <laughs> they gotta cut that shit down. Now they gotta live life more on uh survival mode. Uh survival mode. And now they gotta be more realistic with their funds and their economic situation at home. And now and it's crazy because gas right now. I mean, I think some states are kind of like four ninety nine, four eighty something, and all that shit. But on the average, it's like five dollars up across the motherfucking board, you know. And I feel like that does impact a lot of uh, working people, and it's just a crazy time, sad time, especially if you're a fucking adult <laughs> responsibilities. You got it yeah. the worst. So, and then the shit about groceries is crazy. It's super crazy, you know. Now you gotta pick and choose what you gotta eat and shit because you might not have no motherfucking money. And you gotta get toilet paper because you gotta, you know, you need personal hygiene. Gotta get the toothpaste, you know, that shit costs about twenty, thirty dollars. So I'm just saying, so where are you shopping? <laughs> where are you shopping? Yeah, you didn't even feel. You're not even feeling inflation if, if you're paying twenty dollars for toothpaste for a tube of toothpaste, twenty three dollars. Shopping at <laughs> shopping at the Versace boutique. <laughs> like, oh, oh no, nah, no, nah. it's the same toothpaste as anybody else. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It just got those initials on it. That's all. That's all right, crazy. bro. Two thirty for some toothpaste. You got it, Chief. That's crazy. I mean, you shouldn't be paying no one dollar for tooth. If you're paying one dollar for toothpaste, you either got super clean teeth, you're you're on top of your shit. Or your teeth is fucked up and you need to be on top of your shit. I don't even because... think they sell toothpaste, toothpaste for that price. No, I think they yeah, do. they do. If you yeah. have a dollar, like the dollar store or something like that. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, if you if you get like a little travel pack, like, damn, you know, I'm going to be in Seattle for a few days or, you know, I'm going to Hong Kong or something. Yeah, you get yourself a little dollar thing because you only go be there for a couple of days. But you know, at your crib, you got the $1 baking soda shit where you got to make the toothpaste yourself. Hold on. <laughs> you told me you bringing it back to a whole nother level. I'm just right. saying. Right. What did I say, man? You used to, you know, you used to heat up a home with a stove, man. Come on. Came a long way. Yeah. Some people are probably sound like that right now, though, with the pressure the way they are. That's true. It's very unfortunate for those people. And hopefully the, this economy doesn't beat them up too bad where it's going to set them back. It's crazy because yeah. I'm thinking like I know a lot of people are just having a hard time just getting to their jobs. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, get bro. Listen, gas is at an all time high. Like I think at the most, uh, what's the most you paid for a gallon of gas so far? Oh, uh, right around eighty. Yeah, I was gonna say my my max is in the eighty dollar range. I th- the most was eighty five. Well, no, I'm saying a gallon. How much a, oh, gallon? a gallon? Yeah. Like right under five dollars, four ninety-nine. Mm. Yeah. Four. Yep. Same. I was have to concur with Nigel. Yeah. I think the most I've paid so far is five thirty-seven, I think. Damn. No yeah. shit. They might as well <laughs> yeah. round your shit up to five fifty, Spets. <laughs> might as well round it up. Bro, listen, I I'll put like I think I just filled it. I was like, yo, I just need to tap it out. So I got enough to get me to the real gas station. And I just kept it pushing. So yeah, man, I'm not paying no more than a hundred dollars, man, because that shit. I already told myself I'm like, oh, I don't need my tank to be filled up that that bad. If I'm going exceeding a hundred dollars, fuck that, bro. I'll just ninety nine ninety nine, and I'll be cool with that shit. The prediction is is that 
um, gas is going to be $7 by the end of the summer. So like yeah. they're saying it's not going down anytime soon. It's kind of crazy, actually. Yes. I just feel like I was having a conversation with a particular individual. Um, and I was like, I wonder what's going to happen. What is going to be the dollar amount where the average working person is going to be like, shit, I don't know if I could go into work. And, and I'm telling you right now, a lot of people are affected right now yep. with this bitch being $5. Now, if you're talking about $7, God forbid, eight, nine, and any, anything more, but it's going to get to a point where you're going to see a lot of people, a large amount of people are like, yo, I don't know if I could go to work, bro. Like my gas can't carry me like that because the gas prices are too fucking high. And not everybody is working a job where they're making six figures, seven figures, whatever the fuck. Some people are not even making over 50,000 a year. And those people are the ones that's getting the real shaft. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. You know, I'm not no politician. I know Spence and Nigel, you guys, you know, run your own political parties. So. <laughs> I got a question for y'all, though. You're funny. <laughs> All right. So, look, right. So, like, a lot of people are talking about the way we travel and, like, a way to fix it, right? So, in All your right. guys' opinion, what would be more effective, right? Like, a fully solar-powered car or a better public transportation system than what we have right now? like better trains or some something along those lines better trans public pu- better public transportation if yes i agree if you're thinking about from an economic standpoint public transportation is the way to go now if you're thinking about like privacy and and uh convenience and leisure then probably the fully uh the solar shit that you mentioned okay yeah yeah I, yeah because i can't see like don't get me wrong. I think the solar power, solar power would be more convenient, like especially privacy wise. You can get, you typically get to wherever you got to get to quicker in a car than like on a bus or a train. But like, just in terms of like, I mean, we've all been in New York City, like, yeah, yeah. very efficient train system, a train system. Yeah, millions of people coming in and out of that city. Most people that most, I'm quite sure the large percentage of that whole city rides on trains or public transportation so like yeah. i think that would be much better but i mean at, at some point we're going to see we're going to see some type of change this kind of reminds me of like the the opposite in the 80s where they had the gas shortage so well okay. there, there's definitely going to find some way though i feel like we're right on the brink of some type of new like innovation and i'm not sure exactly what it's going to be but i know that internet explorer is going away so we're definitely moving on to something different yeah nah, yeah man definitely are but honestly what i want to say about that is just that um end of an era end of a motherfucking era because i remember when i was a little motherfucking kid running around on that macintosh computer windows 2000 running up that internet explorer going to motherfucking Newgrounds.com, you know, all that shit. Now, now the days are over, man. Those days are done, and it's part of the times. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not too fucking sad. I'm just like, hey, 
we got better internet now. I don't even fuck with it. So <laughs> I don't know one person. Well, I guess after I messaged the groups, I had one person who uses uh the like I guess original like browser when you just open up your computer. Almost everybody I know uses Chrome. Def- De- you're talking about the default browser? Yep, the default yeah. browser, yeah. So, uh, like, everybody I know uses Chrome or Firefox or some shit that isn't Internet Explorer. So, right. you know, to me, this is no surprise. I'm actually surprised that it's still been around. And honestly, it kind of is. It's just going to be Microsoft Edge now. That's all. Yeah, I, that's Microsoft Edge is Internet Explorer 2.0. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's much better, easier interface, it's everybody at Microsoft loves it. Even the CEO does. Hey, Internet Explorer is done. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it, everything has its peak, a rise and fall at the end of the day, man. Like, yeah. this place, like, I think I can't, well, I mean, I can remember a few times where people still used it, but in comparison of efficiency, it wasn't, it paled in comparison. So, I mean, it's uh, into another era, but I think it's also a sign of just like, how at some point the same things that we use today will eventually be in the same space where we'll actually be in awe. So definitely with with uh, 3.0 yeah. Apple situation. So yeah, that's gonna bullshit up. Yeah, I could definitely see Internet Explorer being like a vintage thing where people appreciate the nostalgia of it. Um, I noticed that's kind of a thing with with entertainment these days where people like the old early 2000s technology to try to make it cool like flip phones and shit like that so i think internet explorer it'll find that it'll find that type of home in the future but right now the only people that give a fuck are probably the people that worked on the code on internet explorer yeah i mean i can say this i like they probably will and who knows they maybe they are hopefully they end up having the children that come up with the idea but more likely because like how you're saying like in the future i wouldn't be surprised if like someone does like some type of simulator in like 10 or 15 years of like oh internet explorer some and who knows by that time we'll probably be able to live virtually anyway so you'll be able to live inside of the ie explorer but that'd be pretty interesting it's crazy when you talk about like virtually and whatnot, because I know people are watching basketball games virtually now. Like it's uh, you can get on your Oculus and watch basketball games and shit like that. Yeah, like you're actually there. Yeah, have you ever tried it? Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to. I did it once on Oculus, like alone, like initially, like probably like in the during the holidays. It's not the same. It's definitely not the same, but it's like it's about as good as you can get because it's like courtside. But I mean, imagine using an Oculus and being courtside when a motherfucking go to state warriors won their fourth NBA championship in what, eight years, six years, whatever the fuck. So I think that would have been a nice experience. If you're an Oculus user, you would have been excited. Like you, you, you were right there in Boston when the Boston fans were fucking upset, jaw dropped that their team shit the bed. Well, more specifically, Jason Tatum shit the bed. I don't know if you guys checked out the NBA Finals. This goes to the listeners, to my colleagues, to the viewers, to the fans and supporters. The Golden State Warriors are back on top of the mountain, back as the basketball gods that mm. they were. So, shouts out to Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, 
Jordan Poole, even old ass Andre Iguodala. Shouts out to the injured James Wiseman because that motherfucker did a do shit because he was injured. You know what I mean? Oh, can't forget about Andrew Wiggins. That motherfucker stepped his game all the way the fuck up. Gary Payton the second. That motherfucker, he balled out on defense. Shouts out to the Ghost State Wars. I'm so happy because I didn't fuck with the Boston Celtics. Fuck the Boston Celtics. This is not a Boston Celtics podcast. Fuck Boston Celtics. Let's get a chant going, guys. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Boston. I'm glad they lost as well. Um, I was talking to my coworker today, and I was just like, you know, I think that Boston, they were looking a lot of the times, or I should say more specifically, players like Marcus Smart are looking to get a foul before they're trying to just score some points. And then you got Steph over there shooting as many threes as his heart can. You know what I mean? So, like, he, he was going crazy. Jordan Poole was going crazy. Um, I think that the team is not only good right now, but they're going to be good for, like, the next few years. Like, I keep on saying it to most people. Like, this is one of the only few dynasties we got in sports right now. My friend was telling me it's this and the Tampa Bay team for NHL, and that's it. Oh, the, the right. Lightning. That, it's crazy because the, the Lightning, they're in a, the Stanley Cup Finals right now. Yep. I, right. I, yeah. Now, listeners, when you get this episode, the Stanley Cup Finals, we can't predict, but the Stanley Cup Finals might be over or might not be. So we don't fucking know, but they're in. So shouts out to uh, Nigel's friend that said that. Yeah, definitely. Spence, what were your thoughts on NBA Finals? We kind of oh. was like... Yeah, I thought we was about to move to another topic. I was going to uh, say two, Spence. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear your breakdown because you're a courtside uh, correspondent. Yeah, you, you already know I ain't watching yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know... Yeah, you know what's crazy? I, I, I did not... I meant to watch Game 6, but some things kind of popped up, so I kind of got... I was sidetracked with something else, but um, nah, shout outs to the Warriors, man. I didn't really watch I didn't have a chance to watch the game necessarily or the series all the way, but like I definitely saw how like they were turning up in the Bay after they won. So you, of course, I'm not sure if you saw, but like any, well, I mean, we've seen them win plenty of times before from fab performing out there to hearing cool John playing everything to like, I don't know. They went mayhem this time. It, to me, it reminded me of like you remember when the the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl one right. year, and like they literally destroyed the whole city just to make it to the Super Bowl. Like that's what it reminded me of when I watched that. But it hey, looked man. like they had a great time, man. It looked like it was a great time. Shoutouts to Steph, proving once again why he's one of the superior players in the league, as well as like someone that. I mean, I, I've heard a couple of chatters about, I guess, his where he may be ranked at this point out of like the top ten uh, on that all time list, but or just where he rank where he's ranked at overall in the all time list. But outside of that, like, I mean, shout outs to Steph, shout outs to Clay, shout outs to Jordan Poole, shout outs to Draymond, shout outs to the whole team. I mean, who doesn't love winning at the end of the day? Hey, and they, they have a pedigree of doing it. I mean, if you're the Boston Celtics fan, you're not a fan of Golden State winning. Oh, you're absolutely not. And if Boston Celtics won the series, I would have been a fan of them winning. <laughs> I'm not mad at that, though. You got to stay consistent, man. Gotta but, you stay know, consistent. 
You know what, though? Steph was playing like he had a point to prove, though, because a lot of people were saying that, oh, if he won this fourth championship, it wouldn't mean anything. And, oh, you know, Steph has already proven, da-da-da, what else does he have to do? And then he gets a fourth chip, and he gets an MVP, and they're like, oh, my God, you can't talk about Steph and not mention the top ten anymore. (laughs) Da-da-da-da-da. I just find it fucking hilarious, you know, like – these people and their like critiques and don't get me wrong. Like everybody can be wrong and, you know, say something that I just don't agree with, but I, I damn sure didn't agree with that. Oh man. Oh man. Look, shouts out to go to say warriors. They could easily go back next year and win it, but let's move on fellas. All right. So somebody who's else is moving on from their organization. Um, we have, a lot of business going on. God Sasha dang. Banks. Look like you dying over there, boy. <laughs> Are you okay, Lyle? <laughs> you straight, yo? Whole face turned red. Yeah, man. That shit crazy, man. That Brazilian steakhouse, the spices. It's the spices, man. It's the yeah. spices. Nah. So Sasha Banks has been recently released from the WWE. Apparently, there were creative differences, but also uh, this isn't the first time that she's actually walked out on the company for reasons that weren't clear. But, you know, it seems that this is one of their worries along with other things. And this is a big, I would say a big uh, issue for the WWE that one, they lost her and two, what else have they have going on, which we'll touch on in a second. Why, what do you think about her release? Um. My opinion, I think, is kind of a loss for their, especially for like, look, all right, so let's be real. When we're growing up watching wrestling, even watching wrestling now, unfortunately, the women, female wrestlers, women wrestlers are not respected as the male wrestlers, right? A lot of the bullshit back in the day, you know, brawl, petty matches, lingerie, mud pit match you know when women get all half naked and shit and so because when you have shit like that wrestling fans don't take the women seriously and because they look at it as like they're either eye candy or they're piss breaks and that's unfortunate to the women that's working hard nowadays the women these days are actually wrestling hence the the woman that we're matching now Sasha Banks who happens to be a cousin of Snoop Dogg I think like first cousin too. Anyway, word, yeah, oh, yeah. That's dope. So anyway, her being released, I think that's kind of a kind of a a blow to the WWE as far as like their women roster because she's probably the most popular one. She's in fucking. She's in the Mandalorian. She you see her on all these other shits outside of wrestling, whether it's like. The fuck? What's that? The the Hot Week show on, on YouTube? That's Hot big. Ones. Hot was she? She's on that shit. You'll see her in a random fucking like ad or or commercial, whatever the fuck. She or you might see her at some award show randomly. I just feel like you don't see too many women wrestlers out there like that, like her. So I feel like losing her is kind of like a a blow and i know some people probably be like oh well they got ronda rousey and i get that but why not have two superstars versus just one you know that just in case when shit like this happens you still have other superstars you know what i mean but we don't know the backstage politics and behind the scenes 
hopefully Sasha or whatever the young lady's real name is, because I actually don't know her real name. Uh, hopefully she's able to find work. More than likely she'll find work. And But unfortunately, that's not even the biggest news coming out of the company. Nigel, if you want to drop that bombshell and, and explain your thoughts. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> anybody who's been a long-time watcher of the WWE knows that Vince McMahon is usually one of the showrunners of the organization. Well, after a long time of being the head of the organization, he's finally stepped down as CEO, even though he is still in a creative position. But the reason being is because he was caught in a sex uh, a sex scandal. And that woman um, that he uh, supposedly had sex with was on his payroll. He bumped up her pay one or two times. I think it was like from 200 to 300 and also paid her a payment of $3 million. Not only that, but she was then quote unquote, according to the woman's friend who reported this passed like a toy to John Laurinaitis mm. who supposedly did the same thing. Yeah, so she was being passed around against her will or taken advantage of, I would like to say. Financially. Finan That's crazy. Financially and obviously sexually. Mm -hmm. sexually. You know? Yeah. So it's very unfortunate. Now, however the story got out, I don't fucking know. Uh, but if you go to ESPN, CBS Sports, all the major sport networks, it's a story that they're covering. But due to the consequences of Vince McMahon's actions and whoever else was involved, now he has to kind of step down. His daughter, Stephanie, took over. I think the Vince McMahon's days is nearing the end. And I'm not talking about his fucking life, but I'm talking about like him running the company is nearing the end. Whether he's going to be forced to retire completely out of anything to do with WWE or him facing like legal actions where it's going to where he has no other choice but not to you know do what he's super passionate about doing which is you know running a, a wrestling company so i mean vince mcmahon man the, the guy he's been in controversies for decades before before we were even bored he's yeah. been in controversies yeah. man that's what i'm saying like this this might be the straw that broke the cable's back because one, he's too fucking old, but two, we live in a different age where you can't be getting away with that shit if it gets public. Cause once that shit gets public, now a lot of people are gonna no one's turning blind eyes no more. People are looking like and you're gonna have some people that's gonna do deep dives and dig into shit. And right now he's being investigated. If it's did say he he did come out and say Whatever they find, I'm going to accept it. AKA, he's getting ready to to retire, so or get ready to you know move on to the next chapter of his life. Now, <clears throat> the last thing I'll say on this: Vince sleeping around with that woman and shit like that—that's his business. But for him to do it in a work setting and a professional setting is is dead wrong. And he, obviously, he used his, you know, he he flexed his muscle with that situation and that was dead wrong now if it was a situation where it was like him and that lady were having a personal private relationship and he didn't use his influence and power to control that shit then it's just like oh well that's just their business and their whatever but the fact that he was kind of like look here's three million dollars to you know shh, don't say that shh. 
you know, and I just feel like that was wrong. So, Spence, what are your thoughts on it, man? Because I know you you were a big fan of the Durag Vince character. <laughs> that now nah, nah, you're the one with the do rag on. What you mean, man? <laughs> Trying to emulate him. The, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Far from that. So, so one last time for episode 100 from my <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's a D-Rag king. He's took that title from uh, Vince. Yeah, luckily it's only us three that work on the show. So <laughs> as of right now, there's no way that I can honestly say there's no scandal. But um, yeah. But nonetheless, though, uh, I don't know. This is, hey man, always a huge wrestling fan. Huge fan of Vince McMahon, his family, Triple H, of course. Um, yeah, the whole wrestling and just in general for most of our childhoods. We have to, there's some sense of like, yo, he helped fund, he helped build what was like a significant part of our childhoods to some extent, right? But like on the other side of it, it's, this is, to me, this is kind of like another episode of, of the, that thing that you had sent me before with like the behind the scenes of like the janky stuff that goes on, like in the, in that space, man. So I don't know, to me, it's, it's unfortunate that to hear something like this but hey the one thing one thing i'll say i appreciate is that like because from what you said from my understanding what you said was that he said anything they come up with he'll fess up to so at least he's not trying to run away or hide on an island or something janky or something like that it's just you really to me i just think the the sad thing is you shouldn't really manipulate using your power and money to get what you want like if to me i say to me i say like this like you said, even like you said, if that was like a thing y'all had going on and that's a thing y'all had going on, cool. But if you're using money or money or heck, we were just talking about how people have it hard right now. Like you go back decades, if he's doing this decades ago, the type of money he's giving to somebody to is life change. Well, it's life changing money to anybody even today. So like to is. Some stuff like that is just you shouldn't do. Long story, it's so many words, but um, yeah, it's kind of sick seeing that. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, with something like hopefully the thing they learn from this is like they find ways of putting certain things in place. And I think, it's to me, I would assume that there's some of those things are in place from what you said, Lau, of just how well, not necessarily, but like earlier with like women wrestling, like where before they used to kind of like sexualize them so much more back then. So, and I'm not, I don't watch wrestling today like that. So I, I wouldn't be able to tell, but yeah, like hopefully they find some type of protocol where these type of events, these type of events don't happen because you should never, you shouldn't be using the the weight of, of your bank account or anything to try to force someone into something they, that they don't want to do. Yeah. Um, the Vince McMahon movie is going to be crazy. Like when this is all said and done, you know what I mean? Like when the, you said the documentary, I'm just thinking about the whole story of like, essentially, I don't want to say the rise and fall of the WWE because we're not there yet. But I mean, it feels like this could be it if it goes in the wrong direction. Hey man. Well, we'll have to see, man. We'll, we'll have to see because if, if the WWE collapses, I think that'll be a big talking point for entertainment across the board. We're talking about this fucking entity that's been there before, once again, before we were even fucking born. So 
and that that's like the NFL collapse, and that's a big talking point. Like how yeah. the fuck, how the fuck did that happen? Type shit. You know what I mean? It's that's a fact. yeah, it's like a well-oiled machine. It should be running itself. It should be protected from bullshit. But hey, we're gonna see, man. We we've seen crazy shit already in the past couple of years. So this could be another crazy thing that we're seeing moving forward. But moving forward, another big giant in the, in the entertainment industry is releasing a big season two update for a show that I know I liked. I can't remember if you two guys like. Netflix listeners have decided to greenlit season two of the Squid Game, the hit show from Korea. And on top of that, there's also going to be a reality, what would you call it? A reality-based competition show of the Squid Game as well, where I believe the prize is over $4 million. Um, 4.56 million. There you go. And uh, and no listeners, there will be nobody dying. There's no gore involved. So for all you sick freaks out there that was hoping for that, you could continue to go to hell and dream about it there. Um, I like season one of Squid Game. I thought it was very, it was a it was a surprise show for me. I enjoyed it. I'm definitely looking forward to season two. I'm going to watch the competition show as well just to see if it's going to be crazy or if it's going to be bullshit. What do you guys think? I'm excited for this. Like, I enjoyed season one. I thought it was a pretty good show. Um, I'm definitely going to be watching season two just because season one was so crazy. But I'm curious to know what type of story they're going to tell. Like, is he going to go back for revenge? Like, I I have no idea what they're going to do now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the I think that's the big question mark, man, because even the writer, he only he initially, I think he shopped this this series around for like what eight or nine years, almost 10 years or something. Yeah, a so, long time. Yeah. So like he only had one season. He only thought of one season for the 10 years. So it's interesting to see how this is gonna how this one's gonna go. Cause I think they said they brought in more writers to kind of help them. But you also know we've you know how that could be good or that could be bad depending on depending on who's doing it, right? There's right. some people that make fortunes off writing the same movie over and over again. And there's other people that say, hey, we're going to switch it up. So like, but like, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I'm hoping, I'm honestly, it would be dope if he ends up becoming the guy in the long run, like the person that like runs this whole thing. So, I mean, there I have heard theories where they may just pick up and do the, pretty much the same thing over again, but it would be in a different, um, like in a different country, essentially. I mean, that'd be interesting. I don't know. I mean, why not? I mean, well, I'm not saying it needs to be in, in, uh, it needs to be in Korea or it needs to be in a particular area or region, but I mean, why not? You know, do whatever you want. It's not like there was like, some type of continuity to go off of this was just kind of like a fresh show. Like you said, the guy was shopping this shit around for years. Yeah. So now Netflix, since they know that they can make a lot of money from it and keep their platform alive because, you know, they're on the verge of losing mill subscribers where ads being placed in Netflix soon. 
they're like, yo, take all the money that you fucking need to make this show. On top of that, we're going to give you a competition show that I know personally that Nigel signed up for because he wants to go for the $4.5 million. Mm-mm. Nope. You don't want $4.5 million? whatever you want to call it. Million dollars cash. It's a cash prize. You don't want that, Nigel? You don't want that money? You don't want to be rich? Nobody would say no to that amount of money. I'm assuming neither (laughs) of you guys would say no to $4.56 million. I'm I'm never going to say no to million anything. I'm just not going to do you know, join the show like you. Yeah, neither did I. See, that's that's a thing. But I didn't you already do it said You already said you, you was trying to look into joining the show. I never said that. What You know, one show I would do, I would do Big Brother because I feel like that'd be kind of fun. All right, so you're going to do Big Brother for 100000 but, <laughs> but you won't do a game show for $4.5 million, yeah. $4.56 million. I just didn't sign up for it. That's the thing. No. I'm not saying <laughs> who would turn down that money? No, <laughs> who would turn no, down that money? Question. I hear what you're well, saying. I know. I, I get what you're so saying. You'll, so you'll play for 100000 Yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't play the game. I didn't sign up for the game. I'm not I'll, so giddy play to play the game. I'll play for a hundred thousand, but four million? No, can't yeah. take that. Y'all know that is not what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> you said it in your own words, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll go, yeah, go straight you. to Big Brother. It's public knowledge they're paying a hundred thousand. <laughs> Y'all know, you know what I'm after, And you know, after Uncle Sam take his cut, you really walk a home, but what? Spent 60, 70? <laughs> nah, I might get 60. They're not paying you for hundred. Yeah, That's you bad. Yeah, you know, for real, for real. You might walk away with like 45, for real, for real. <laughs> there you go, Damn. you know? Because you, know you, right. you, you know you got to pay the outer state fee. Yeah. And after you pay the outer <laughs> state fee, you got to pay the traveling fees. Jesus. You, C- yeah. CBS, now, Viacom, you know they're going to take that cut out of your damn, Y'all should, y'all should <laughs> sign up for the Squid Game game. That shit sounds like y'all really want to go. On top of it, you know down that he won, right? He going to be there for a couple more days. So he's yeah. going to say, yo, I just won 100000 I could be, yo, we going to. We we shopping all Chanel for the week. Mm. Like, you already know. Come on. You already know that's Come cheap. Yeah, you, you know him staying at the hotel out there. You know that's another ten grand. Come on. By the time by the time he come home, by the time he come home, he's gonna be asking for a loan just to pay his taxes. Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. He got paid taxes on it. So by the time he get home, he only gonna get five thousand in his mm. pocket. <laughs> when he, he could have just joined it, he could have just joined the Squid Game and came home with three billion after all the taxes. Nah, and he still would have been rich. But you know what he gonna say? Oh nah, bro. You know, ta- after taxes and everything, it's the hundred thousand, four point five million. It's all the same money. Oh, like okay. once you take taxes and everything, it's the same money, bro. Several it's, lines. It's, it's in you. It's in the UK. So you know when you switch the pounds and the dollars, the yeah. dollars and the pounds. You know, you know what I'm saying. So he gonna come up with some excuse. He's gonna be like, yeah, I'm silver gonna linings. That's what it is. Come on, silver linings. What are you talking about? That's when you make the best of a bad situation. I, oh yeah, yeah. That, you know, I mean, that's just it's a, Never mind. It's a situation you put yourself in when you could have competed for the four point five billion. I ain't yeah. for shit. Yeah. So you <laughs> said so the silver lining is a hundred thousand dollars and not four million dollars. I didn't yeah. sign up for either game show. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not I'm just, doing one of these. <laughs> yo, I'm just trying to understand the math you do, man. I so, know it's crazy. Nigel, hundred thousand. Jesus. I yo, know. So, I hear you. Someone definitely someone definitely traded you a dollar for five. Before. Yeah, damn, bro. Suck so, at yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, Nigel, <laughs> Nigel, give me that five, and I'm gonna give you this one. 
Damn, All right. Bro. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Now nah, to let me buy a hundred dollars. All right. You never That's see wild. it again. <laughs> but and, but and like I, but for real though, like all jokes aside, um, this like this this Squid Game show, I think it's gonna be interesting because apparently they're they're basing it off of like people they're looking for four hundred fifty six people going through financial hardships, and like the writer, I guess he made the show he when he was writing the shows during the uh, recession, so I don't know. It looks like we may this this will probably help out some people. I'm curious to see how it's. I'm curious to see the level of complexity. That's the, to me, that's the real question. Like what, what's the level of complexity you think is going to be for that type of cash prize? You know what I think it's going to be? I think it's going to be like, they go to the UK or some shit where they have some games, some kid games that people don't know about. Cause that's what made the first season kind of fun. Like it's these random ass games they play in Korea that nobody's ever heard of. And they did that shit and people died over it. Yeah, but I mean, but it's traditional games to them. That would be no different than like if they did an Amer- in America, it's like, yo, we're going to do Miss Mary Matt. Like, if you don't know Miss Mary Matt, you're going to get clipped off. That's like, wild, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <what? laughs> it's like, or, yo, you got to do, yo, you got to jump rope for five minutes, for two minutes. Double you dutch. Dub- yeah, you got to double dutch for two minutes straight. What? Clip? Like, that... I mean, in terms of like the characters, like if if you take America, if you, I think that's the interesting part. They'll probably just, like you said, they'll probably just take games from that place, but they'll have to pick the right people. I was hoping they would do it like in that country, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just so it's like that parallel of like the real Squid Games happen here, and the the show Squid Games happen here. It would be pretty dope. I don't know. I know a lot of people are looking forward to it, though. And I know a lot of people were looking forward to seeing the X-Men or the Double XL freshman list for this year. And I know that. Dying over Double Dutch is crazy, yo. It is. is, is (laughs) It's a very wild concept. Yo, yo, they should bring Squid Games to America. That would be interesting. They brought the new Double XL freshman to America. Guys, what do you think of the list? That's the Squid Games of hip hop for real, for real. Is it? <laughs> Explain. <laughs> so, now I'm gonna break down this theory that I do not have. Okay. Um, nah, I mean, I, I think in ter- in terms of like the double XL freshman list, right? For years and years, like it's oh, it started at like this high arc when years ago, and like slowly but surely, it's it had it's had its fading moments based off the trends of hip-hop. Um, to me, I think this is... I mean, it's, it's kind of like a game to some extent because, like, some people are always going to be there because of their affiliation, blah, 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 blah. But honestly, like, out of all of those rappers on there, I think I only knew, like, three or four of them. Um, Big 30, Big Scar, uh, Babyface Ray, and there was, like, one other rapper. Everybody else is new, never heard of these guys. So just like you, Spence, I didn't know everybody on the cover, but I knew, I definitely knew Babyface Ray. You know, I've I spoke fondly of of him. Um, I knew about Big Scar, Santa Gucci, Big Thirty. He's tied in with like CMG and and Pooh Shiesty and shit. Uh, <laughs> I know about I know about uh, Babytron. You know, Detroit <laughs> rapper. He's funny. Uh, Babytron. Yeah. Never, never uh, to I don't know who Baby Tron is. 
Uh, see, well, Najee knows him, so I'm not the only one. Um, I know about the Callie. Uh, she's a female rapper. I knew about her. And the reason why I know about her is through through another female artist named Enchanting. And I know you guys mm. know about Enchanting. They, they made they made like a song together. Um, and far as the people that I know from music that I've heard before, that's it. The rest of them I've never heard of. Um, Spence, I know that you were fed of sauce. <laughs> I knew you were going to beat me to that joke, man. I was waiting who was going to say it first. I'm yeah, just saying, I, I was do, about to lob it to Notch. <laughs> I do, I do, bro. No, I do, yo, because it was so, it's so funny. I'm sitting here listening to you and shit like that. And I'm like, all right, he's saving it off. I was like, hold up, he's missing somebody. Yep. So I'll say he skipped Tana. over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, tell the people you like listen. Yeah. You tell the people yeah. you like listen. It's the song. Say it like, It's I'll all put, good. I'll, listen, I'll say this. Whatever you like listening to is whatever you like listening to. Right. Me, and you're a fan. You like sauce. Saucy. Personally, the only rappers I listen to off this list are Nardo Wick, Saucy, Big Scar, Big 30. I barely listen to Babyface Ray. And it was like, and that's it. I thought the one dude was um what's his face? I ain't I don't listen to Come on, so you you know, you know, let's not, let's you know what's his face? Who's that one dude? Come on. Oh, you know. wow. <laughs> You're talking about from the Breakfast Club? No, I'm talking about like you. You're acting like you don't know who Saul Santana is. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about it was somebody. No, it was another one of the rappers on there looked like Gunner. See how he keeps trying to deflect. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, so did y'all watch? Um, did y'all ever see that clip from he did it again? (laughs) No, this is what he's doing. You you seen that clip from the Breakfast Club? Which one? We had which one when I think it was like, um, Saucy Santana came up there, and I guess Charlemagne was like, Hey, one of the guys here, he said he likes your videos. No, uh, is it uh, was it I'll, like I'll send it, was, I'll send it to you. Was it like something on the shade room or some shit like that? Nah. Oh, okay. I saw I just was randomly on YouTube and I just watch I just check out um Breakfast Club from time to time. Oh yeah. So, uh, uh, Nigel, before we move on, because on this next topic, Nigel, he's been foaming at the mouth right, to when, talk I about haven't, it. I haven't said anything about the <laughs> but, devil I saw first. Yeah. No, but let me finish. Let uh-huh. me finish. Let me finish. Let me yeah, finish. Skip let me, no, no, let me finish. I was about to I was about to let ask him what what was his thoughts of the double XL freshman cover and who was his favorite artist that he streamed and helped them get on the cover. Um so <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in here who's listening to Saucy Santana. Um what? I, yeah, Nicole yeah, showed me some of his music. Nicole showed me some of his music. I have heard. I'm sorry, Spence. I'm so- I apologize, Spence. I'm not saying I'm an avid listener of his, but I've never seen him before. Yo, you're forgiven. They, thank you, Spence. I, I appreciate your 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 forgiveness. Yeah, no, damn, Nigel. I didn't know it was you. So you the soft Santana fan. I'm not a fan, but I mean, I have heard his music before. So that's why you shaved your head. You be listening to his music. That's why I say. That's a wild reason to shave my head, yeah. <laughs> to be like Saucy Santana, that's wild. Hey, man. Hey, if you're a fan, bro, go for it, man. That's wild, yeah. Nah, honestly, I would say the uh, biggest the biggest thing that I already knew was going to happen on here was um, Babyface Ray. I think that he definitely deserves a, a spot on this list. 
the biggest surprise for me was seeing Baby Tron on here. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, baby Tron, bro. I was I was very surprised to see Baby Tron. I, I, I was surprised too. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah, shout out to Baby Tron. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Baby Tron. He made it. I, you can't hate on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, apparently, uh, I'm checking Double XL. I'm, I'm seeing who he is. Apparently, he was a tenth spot winner. So he he literally was the last person they picked on this list. Oh, so it's like a fan vote. I know you've been fiending for this because you right. hate Drake vehemently. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to let it start right there, actually. So, um, listeners, as you probably have heard by now, uh, Drake has put out his seventh album, a surprise album. Uh, honestly, Nevermind has came out. Now, I know that previously on the podcast, we have talked about Drake putting out an all-singing album. And we did that. So I know Spence was in his bed, kicking his feet, giddy as could be, listening to this album, so ready to listen to Drake. Yeah, just like you'd be listening to Saucy Santana. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you think of the album, Spence? I know you were so excited. Um, so So funny enough, I had like a... Funny enough, I didn't listen to the album until like... 12 like 16 hours after it dropped so like i was literally ducking and dodging views listener and like even y'all text messages i put the whole te- i put my whole phone on do not disturb for the whole day you light Anything a candle that, huh you light a candle have a little seance you know what I'm saying? oh wow <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, all i did was watch dr umar videos for the day man oh, okay you know what I'm saying happy June with this album again. plague in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he just had Dr. Umar on mute. Yeah, what's <laughs> next? Oh man, you're oh, nuts. Shit. nah, but nah. To be like all jokes aside, though, Lowe uh, <laughs> actually hit me about the album, and I hadn't listened to it yet. So I finally decided to play it. I was like. One thing that stuck out to me first is that I saw that it was a dance album because I did get some sneak peek to some of the hate that was going on out in the out in the space in the space of the world. And I'm not gonna lie to you. To me personally, I think this is a great Drake album. I don't put it high in terms of like it's not a top three or top four album, but to me, I think in terms of him expanding his sound one to willing to just not not necessarily even really he's expanding his his sound but for the most part he's just giving us the drink we've always listened to before in terms of like what we've heard in different albums before what might be one or two songs we're getting in one full album this time and on top of it to me i feel like this is the birth child of more life in terms of like um just the sound of it because this is like a house album to be honest with you this is like world music to me i i and just in so many words, I just thought it was a great album for the most part. How about how about yourself? Well, how about Lau? I'd rather you go first because I I know I already know what I already have an idea what Nas was going to say. All right. So then again, I've seen Nigel at festivals, so he might like this album. That's a fair point. You got a point there. You have <laughs> seen me at a couple festivals now. Yeah. All right. So listeners. The album to me was mid at best. I didn't hate this album like a lot of people hated it. I think the hate was it came from people who only listen to 
the crybaby whining auto tune, or they just listen to nothing but like boom bap rap. So I feel like the uh, no, for, I, I mean my honest opinion, I think a lot of the hate came for people who are diverse in their music takes. Now I'm not saying that I'm the the biggest RB listener or the biggest rock genre listener or the biggest motherfucking fuck band listener. I'm not saying none of that. All I'm saying is that to me, the album wasn't that fucking bad as what the internet was making it out, out to be. Was it a great album? To me, it wasn't a great album, but I don't think it was Drake's worst. I still think like Thank Me Later is fucking poop compared to this. So, but what I will say about Honestly, never mind. Is there are some songs on there, and I'm not talking about Jimmy Cooks because that's the song that everybody, you know, we everybody likes that song. Let's get that out the way. That's the only rap song on the fucking album. But uh, what what was that other song? Stinky or yes, whatever. There, there was another one. All right, Jimmy Cooks was the was the rap song that everybody keeps talking about. Look, so let's get that out the way. I'm talking about the other fucking songs where he's singing and shit, and motherfuckers hate that. There were some singing songs out of Honestly Nevermind that I did enjoy. I'm sorry, listeners. You guys could go to hell if you disagree with me. You probably will go to hell. Fallen, fallen Back was the shit to me. I enjoyed it. I was like, I fucked with it. It's like Passion Free 2.0. Fuck it. Text, uh, Go Green. It's not like my super favorite song, but I, I, I enjoyed it enough to, to keep it on the phone. And then there's other gems like fucking uh, what's that shit? Flights booked and uh, liability. Uh, so there was songs here and there, but I didn't hate the album. I I didn't hate it. It's not my favorite, but I didn't hate it. There's some songs I'll keep. That's how that's how I've seen it. I got more in depth, but I want to hear Dodgers. Um, you know me personally, I didn't think this album was all that bad. Uh, I, I listened to it a few times just to kind of get a really good viewpoint on it. And I, I didn't think it was the worst album I've ever heard. It's a dance album. I've listened to other EDM dance type albums. I'm a big fan of like Daft Punk and, you know, know a few other people and whatever, but like, uh, it's to me, I, the way I see it is like, I feel like the criticisms is getting, it deserves, um, it does kind of, kind of sound like it can blend into each other and sound the same throughout, especially if you get past like the first five songs or so, you know what I mean? Um, I, me personally, I like the songs where he rapped. I thought that was cool. Um, I thought the, the beat selection on here was good. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Joe Budden said that, uh, there might like, he would like it if this song was, uh, or this album was just an instrumental album. I feel the same. Like I honestly couldn't just listen to these beats alone and kind of been all right. But I mean, I think it is cool that he tried something different. You know, I mean, why not? I feel like it's it's gonna sell a lot of records. That's that is the one thing that's kind of bothering me about. It. It's not even like the album itself. It's you got a group of people who love the album. You got a group of people who hate the album. But then you got a group of people who secretly don't like the album, but they just said, "Oh, you know, it's gonna sell a lot of records." Oh, you won't understand this unless you were on Molly in Greece with women, like. It, a lot of people. No, uh, Joe a lot of people aren't those people. You know what I mean? How would you know that? You weren't yeah, doing that while you were listening to this. I, 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 not only that, a lot of people see. Forgive me, guys. I'm not trying to fucking brag. I've been to Greece. All right, and I'm telling you, Greece 
the motherfuckers over there, they listen to the same shit that we listen to. They might listen to their local talent, but I kid you not, I was overseas, and this one motherfucking woman, she was like, yo, do you fuck with this? You fuck with that? You fuck with this? And I'm like, damn, I didn't even know you guys listen to that. So I'm telling you right now, the mother, whoever was saying shit like that, they ain't never been a Greece party before, because I'm telling you right now, they listen to the same shit that we do. So I'm not saying that it's far-fetched to hear Drake in Greece, but it's not like this is exclusive for fucking for- foreigners and all they listen to is EDM and uh, EDM, house, you know, techno, eccentric fucking music. No, it's not like that. So I feel like... I feel like that's like a, a crappy take. And I just feel like this album is, I mean, it is what it is. It's a dance album. It is. It's not that deep. We don't need to deep dive into it. We don't need to dissect it. It's a dance album. Drake wanted to put in a dance album out there. He wanted, this is to, my theory and I'll shut up. So this way you guys can get your final thoughts and shit. My theory is this. Drake worked on some shit. Hey, fuck it. I'm gonna throw this out there. I know I'm gonna go number one and make money, but this ain't the this ain't the real rap album. Look what happened. He threw the shit out. He got all sorts of fucking people from demographics fucking with it. Some people obviously are not fucking with it. And now the motherfucker going number one. The hot breaking records for, for a fucking dance record. Broke broke the fucking record. Just he just threw it. There you go. Motherfucker's number one. I, I'm just saying, like, you know, he knew what he was doing with this shit. He did. He knew. He he would I'll tell you what, Drake would have never put this out if he if he knew this shit was gonna be universally panned. The fact that this isn't universally panned, he already fu- fucking succeeded w- with w- what he was aiming to do. That's why he said, Oh, if you guys don't like it. It don't matter. You know, you guys will catch up. And I already see some people all lot talk about the albums growing on them. It's fucking crazy. I mean, it's something like this, though, man. It's, uh... <laughs> he just muted himself. Yeah. Uh, but nah, yeah, something like this, man, <clears throat> I'll say is, uh, is interesting. Like, I, one, yeah, I think what Drake is doing is to get farther than what like a lot of people are expecting but to me i think like putting something like this out one like you said you got to honor it as a dance album <clears throat> at the end of the day it's not a rap album he raps on a couple songs he raps over like a jersey club beat which i if you understand like some of the things that go on today you it kind of makes sense as to why he did it um especially like in a younger sound because to me I, to me this album kind of hits either i'm a, uh, more mature or more like or someone with more like a broader taste in music or someone that's like super young like it's not for that to me I don't think he's making this for like those people that are in between necessarily that oh I, I grew up on on nothing on nothing was the same like oh nothing was the same was like when I fell in love with Drake no it's not one of those it's like hey this is one of those albums where and the younger crowd, they got like the little dances that go to club music that kind of fits into this house thing. For our older crowd, to me personally, I listen to this type of music. I listen, I listen to music that sounds more like this more often than I do rap music to for, to some extent. Spence, what? Yeah, bro. I don't. I'm so serious. Uh, you so you so you out of the 
<laughs> out of the decade plus that we knew you, <laughs> this is the first time. I'm not saying this. Not I'm not saying that you don't like house music. I'm not saying that's far. But for you to say, "Yo, I listen to more house music." Why? I never said house why? music. I said I listen to more music that sounds like this. I listen to more alternative music. I listen to electric music. I listen to rock music. I listen to more of that than I listen to hip hop at this point. Just oh, because I've listened so at this point, not, at, not, at this not, point, at, at this point today, yes. Before I met you, when you met when you met me, when you yeah. met me, I was that's when this started. Back when you met me, I was listening to music that would be like samples of like old Japanese alternative music or like <laughs> old rock alternative music. So like. I have a taste, like I have a taste for this type of music. To some, I'm extent. just, I'm just surprised. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yo, I'm not I, saying you lying. Bro, you can't tell me I'm wrong because I know, I know who uh, I am. <laughs> I'm not saying you're lying. I just, it's an interesting. It is kind of interesting. It is. It's just how you gonna tell me? It's a, it's just interesting. It man. is. I'm not telling you nothing, Spence. All saying this is an interesting. This nah, is breaking news to me. Nah, bro. I mean, Check I, this figured, out. I figured y'all will. I figured y'all probably realize. Oh, I'll put it like this. I'll listen to rap music, but more often than not, like, I listen to, like, to me, I, I listen, I'll listen to something that's, well, I have some guilty pleasures. I'm not going to say on, on online. Why but, not? Why, they're not wrong. You like, if you like Miley no. Cyrus or. No, nah, I don't listen to Miley Cyrus. I don't or, listen to Miley Cyrus. I listen to Lana Del Rey, but like. Why I, is that a, why is that a, a nah, thing to be ashamed of? No, that's not a guilty pleasure. I have uh, like I have other music that I listen to that's more guilty pleasure than that. I'm about to send you some shit now. Let, let's see. <laughs> let's see if you if you tell her the truth. I'm about to send you some shit. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'll listen to it after the show's over. Yeah, no doubt. Of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything else uh, to say about this album? Yeah, he totally stepped on whatever. I forget what I was even going to say. Well, yeah, Spence was going to talk, man. Well, I'll just say this. I'll just say this at the end of it. To me, some of my favorite songs off of this were Current, Call of My Name, Sticky, uh, Overdrive, uh, along with a couple, other, a couple other joints. Like, overall, to me, I thought the album was really great. Um, to me, like I, like I said, this is like something I would play. This is like the type of music I could definitely wake up to. Like, it's the weekend. I'm about to get my day started type of thing like i could listen to this more than like i don't know certain stuff i i don't like listening to certain music first thing in the morning like that anymore so like I, i'm not listening i'm not listening to someone shooting guns in, in my ear like at at seven o'clock in the morning man i mean why not no, you can't I'm cool on that if that's the type I mean, of music you enjoy i mean yeah, yeah i mean you the hey look hey man what's the goal of the rule <laughs> There's a couple <laughs> golden rules I've heard. You know, you know the golden rule I'm talking about. I, I know which one you're talking about. Okay, that's not for the listeners. What's all you have to worry I have no idea what you're talking about. What's all you? What's all you? Do we have anything else for the listeners? Yes. Uh, um, <coughs> my best bet. You want to say what you got to say first? Or? All right, listeners. I'll tell you something right now. If you have it already. And, and I'm assuming Spence, you've already have. If you have it, then this goes for you too. I know Nigel has because we talked. Listeners, what y'all motherfuckers need to do is you need to read a book or listen to a book by Robert Kiyosaki named Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's a good book. It'll help enlighten your mind with shit. And you should read it even if you're making good fucking money. 
you should still read it. I'm telling you right now, it's a good read. And I think what I'm going to start doing, listeners, is recommending books for you guys to read because a lot of y'all motherfuckers are dumb. All right, that's all I have to say. Shouts out to the listeners, though. We love y'all. That's all I have to say. Y'all motherfuckers just sitting there giggling. You watch a saucy Santana. I see it, Nigel. No, nah, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he waiting for. He's like, yo, as soon as Spence goes, I can finally play my saucy Santana. That's some wild shit. Like, what's so, like, 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 do y'all think I am? Y'all know yeah. that pretty well. Nigel, is yeah. it saucy Santana or sauce Santana? What is, if I'm not mistaken, it's saucy Santana. Oh, no, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not mistaken. <laughs> okay. Don't get on me, Mister. Oh, I don't know who that last guy is. Like, you knew who he was. He didn't want to say his name. So let, let's not go there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's be real. Let's be real. Don't no, talk to you, Spence. Oh, no, the last guy. What are you talking come about? Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on, yo. Hold on. What are you talking about? All right. Do we have anything else to listen? No, no that's it. Just, it. You know, just, you know, uh, drink drink your lead, drink your Hennessy, <laughs> eat fast food, you know, avoid water. You know, scratch everything that he said. <laughs> scratch everything he said. It's, not, it's irrelevant at this point. Drink your water. Get your fresh fruit. It's the summertime. You know what I'm saying? Fun in the sun. Everything's looking nice. It's episode 100. Make sure you grab, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's Juneteenth, so I hope you celebrate it right. So get the, you know what I'm saying? Yes. In, the words of, in the words of Dr. Umar, get the nutrients in your body. In the words of Dr. Sebi, get the nutrients in your body. Get your body right. Get your mind right. Summer, summer 22. Who knows? It's a wild year. So, you know what I'm saying? Eat your fresh fruit. Drink your water. That's all I got to say. Also, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at the Holly Advice Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Advice Holly. And on top of it, if you want to see our faces more often, especially for the 100th episode, go and check us out on YouTube at the Holly Advice Podcast, or just type in the Holly Advice Podcast, you'll find us. Um, but yeah, just cash sure. app, cash app, drop the cash app. Yeah, get drop on the up. cash app. Get on the cash <laughs> app. You know what I'm saying? Holly Advice. What's the, what's the cash app? Dollar side, highly advised. Dollar side, highly advised. Dollar side, highly advised. Spence, I got this uh, hot sauce made out of collard greens, and I think you'd find it to be interesting. Yeah, see, you're intrigued. I know you are. I'll show you. I want to know how you got hot sauce we'll that talk was about made it. out of cop. No, 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 no. Let's talk about it right now. No, nah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Listeners, you have been highly advised. <laughs> 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 <laughs>